When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And welcome back to Star Fellows, your favorite D&D podcast in a galaxy far, far away. I'm your Dungeon Master, Rob, and with me, as always, are my friends, Hannah. Hello. Amelia Sam. Hi. And Brennan. We're so fucked. We start this week with our heroes face-to-face with a mindless horde of possessed civilians you have uh, crept up a hill after bypassing the Power and Lights District Zoo, where you were almost ensnared and entangled by first a Nexu and then a uh, gaggle of possessed vines. Having gotten past that, you've crested this hill towards a park. Uh, L, you would know this park as Dimra Park. It is an open, grassy square just north of the Power and Lights District Zoo, Um, and it is at the top of a hill that contains winding paths through orderly hedges and trees that are well-trimmed in kind of this like public picnic park. Um, In the center of the park is a raised stage that is typically used for outdoor concerts and other public events, but now it is packed uh, corner to corner with a mob of possessed citizens. Um, there's no tall buildings or overhangs above the park. The tallest buildings around here are about four to five stories tall, meaning 40 to 50 feet in the air. Um, you see that like everybody in the mob has glowing purple eyes and they seem to be stumbling into each other and flailing aimlessly. Um, There's still dense smoke around this area, so it's hard to get a firm idea of how many people are in this mob. Um, But you can see that, like, wriggling around in the cobblestone in front of you are just, like, wriggling, discarded worms that have been infecting people around here. Yes, and the crowd is about half human and half a mixed variety of alien races. You recognize Tugrutans and, you know, uh, 
sorry, just blanked on every single alien species name in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> um, you see Tegrutans and Nautilans and other very, like Gamorreans, various alien, Tendro, uh, uh, Trandoshans um, as well uh, in the crowd uh, of possessed folk. So, um, what would you guys like to do? You guys are kind of paused at the the crest of this hill at the entrance to this park. Um... There are, like, a lot of winding paths, you said, yeah? And, like, hedges? Yes, and trees as well. Um, knowing, if I'm familiar with this part, knowing that and looking around, do I see any possibility of a path that is not entirely flooded with zombs? So the the, the possessed, like, zombie-ish folk are typically concentrated towards the middle of the park where it's more open, and then, like, there's paths that kind of, like, wind, like, in through, like, a central stage area, right? So, like, where the stage is, there's a lot more open ground and it's going to be harder to sneak through. But around the edges, it's a little bit easier. So, like, you could probably move between hedges and shrubbery well enough to avoid attention. But what would become more difficult is when you have to move through larger open spaces. Um, and I'd say, like, the park is about, like... At the widest part is about 300 feet wide, I'd say, because um, it's still in the middle of a city, so it's not like the biggest park ever. Um, yeah, it's like 300 feet by 600 feet, so it's a pretty decently sized park. So we just have to cross like 300 feet, though. Yes. Okay. Hey guys, I, uh, this looks pretty nasty. I got Plan A. And I got Plan B. Plan B. That's what I'm going to hit you with first. Why are we starting with To make plan A seem... Keep going. No, I'm here. I'm listening. Okay. Plan B is, uh... We call in my Razor Crest and see if we can drop some bombs. High civilian casualty rate. Not what I want to do. High chance of success for us. In terms of, uh, going around it, which is, uh... What sounds like we're going to do. Uh, I do have a jetpack. I could carry some of us over. How long would that take? I got uh, about nine and a half power cells left. It takes me about 30 feet for, uh, say, six seconds for about 30 feet normally. So I can go pretty far, 300 feet in a minute. But uh, with the extra weight of carrying you guys, probably about half as fast. If we had to go 300 feet, it'd be, uh, maybe two minutes. If we did that while I distracted them with some noise, I feel like that might be a safe option. Some noise, huh? Would you, uh, would you be riding with me as we're in the air or just off to the side? Um, I don't know. I can make sound happen, uh, from a, a point of my choosing. So I, if we get them looking in the other direction while the three of us get carried by you... Whether that means I'm going with you or on the ground as that happens, I feel like that could work. Honestly, I think I could just make a run for it. Kobe kind of like looks at like Rama's jetpack and the, the rest of us and, and says, I I think it'd be optimistic if he could carry one of us. I don't think you'll be able to carry me and still be able to fly. I think Akala, he could probably carry you. L might be a stretch. Yeah. Small. Pretty jacked. All right, Giga Chad, how you fast are, can you, you run? You are ripped. We did hit hit a lot of weights during yeah. training. 
Well, and I have like the, the the heavy armor and stuff. Yeah. I think I can make a run for it though. I can get it. I can get there in like thirty seconds. Yeah, we could we could both try to just gun it. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, I could. Uh, yeah, I could get there in less than a minute. In less than thirty seconds, I think. This is gonna go great. <laughs> uh, I should let you know that I think I have something that's gonna help me keep them from hitting me, though, Cornelius. So. Right. Yeah, you're pretty. You're pretty shifty. Um, does he have face strike? He does have face strike. He can. He can run with me too. We can get there in I think twenty five seconds or what is it? Not twenty five. Uh, so he has face strike and night speed. Um, night speed. <laughs> see within range until the power ends. The target's speed is doubled. It gains a plus two bonus to AC. It has advantage on dexterity saving throws. What is night? Is that a force power? It's a level three universal force power. Oh, 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 oh damn Jedi Masters. <laughs> Fucking cool. That's awesome. <laughs> he is I don't right. even have level three power. I have level three. Yeah, go fuck yourself. No. <laughs> That's I it. hear about your sentinel <laughs> bullshit. My broken class. <laughs> I'm multi-classing next level up. <laughs> so basically, you and I could get there. I'll get there a little like after two you. turns and like two turns. Yeah. Well, two and some change, three turns basically. Yeah. So, so we just have to not get hit by the horde. I guess is the idea here. Yeah, I, I like. I think. <laughs> I think we'll be fine. Sound trick to get them walking in the other direction to get their attention away from you. I think okay. this plan's gonna go great and flawlessly. <laughs> Like if Rama's it. carrying me, I can just be like, pew, pew, <laughs> right? It's gonna there. take it's gonna take you guys significantly longer to get across. Yeah. <laughs> Which um, is funny, you're in a fucking jetpack and we're just get <laughs> eyes knees. It's like just, we're just, just gonna hang start on zoomies. and start sniping some sounds from below. We, we got two minutes of distractions to cause. We can have a blast with this. It's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah, guys, you don't even have to do the distractions if you don't want to. I think I could just make it. I feel like it's very on brand okay, of L to well. see a horde of zombies and be like, yeah, I can run through that. <laughs> okay, well, I can have it as a backup plan, I guess. Okay, so um, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to roll a die for the whole horde in terms of, like, initiative. So I'm going to say that, you, like, we're going to start... Well, we might as well roll new initiatives for this session, right? So why don't, why don't everybody go roll initiative? Yeah. Okay. okay. Oh, I still have my good rolls from last night. Oh, that's a great start. That's a two plus uh, five... I got a 15. 18. Uh, Kobe crit, so... Damn. He's so cool. <laughs> um, sorry, uh, Han, what'd you get? 15. Okay. Mills? 18. Okay. And then Rama? 7. <laughs> the plan is for me and L to just sprint through the horde while they are distracted by... Sound trick and you guys are gonna hover slowly over it. So, <laughs> okay. Um, in the distance, like be- like beside you guys, you can hear like more like combat happening in other parts of the city still. So like you can still hear like laser blasts and like people dying and fighting. Um, all right. So I guess we gotta make this quick. So should we wait for uh, Akala to distract them before we start our sprint? I can. <clears throat> okay, so since uh, since Kobe and L have higher initiative roles, and it doesn't doesn't particularly matter at this point, should we forego our turns until 
Yeah. It sounds okay, right. well, I've made okay. a, a new uh, discovery. My range is 30 feet So um, for, the, for this. So I want to make sure that I'm doing it in a spot where, like, they are not going to be. Um, um, I mean, so, like, we're, like, we're going to be running, like, essentially straight through, like, the middle of this, this field and park. So, like, you bringing any amount of zombies away from, like, the middle is going to help. Okay. So you could even, like, maneuver a little bit around the edges of the park and then cast the soundtrack somewhere else before getting picked up by Rama if you okay. wanted to. Yeah, I'll do that. Um, okay, so we're going to defer our turns. Go ahead and roll me a uh, stealth check. Okie dokie. That is... 14? 14 is good. Uh, you are able to sneak around kind of the outside layer of the park around the hedges and fences um, that are containing most of the zombified civilians. Um, you hear several of the possessed people like shuffling around in the bushes and like knocking against like chain link fences, um, but none notice you. What would you like to do next? Um, yeah, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to use sound trick um, and create an instantaneous sound that originates from a point of my choice within range, so 30 feet. I'm probably gonna do it like towards the side, like the opposite side of wherever we are on this park. Like if we're towards the, the right side, I'm gonna like go in the opposite direction. Um, and maybe probably put it on some bushes, make it sound like an animal or something in there. Um, okay. Yeah, just to make it look like, or make it sound like I guess something is is hiding over there. Got you. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to roll a percentile dice, and however high I roll um, is going to determine what percent of the horde gets dragged away and is going to be distracted. And just the more horde that is distracted, the easier it is going is to be for um, everyone to kind of make their run um, across the field. So 100, 100, 100, 100. Tracks 50% of the horde. Uh, so... That's going to reduce the amount of. Um, does, L, does your stuff? Does your thing make? Okay. Does it? Do you get opportunity attacks when you're using your uh, your force power, your phase walk? Or does that prevent opportunity attacks? Or is that something different? Uh, it. Per, it. Peop, yeah, I don't get opportunity attacks like on me while I'm running. Correct. Okay. Got you. Um. So that probably won't. And that lasts for how how long? Up to a minute. It Up is to a concentration. Minute? Okay, cool. Um, yeah, so this will reduce the amount of attacks that can be taken by the horde by half while this is active for you, Han. Um, let's see. Um, okay, interesting. Uh, that was a high roll. Not You don't notice anything. Um, if that's going to finish your turn, and if you're going to rejoin the rest of the group... Um, now it's going to be our turn to make our run, uh, Mills. So Kobe is going to cast Night Speed on himself, um, which is going to give him 60 movement speed and an additional action. So he's going to move 120 feet, um, sprinting uh, through the horde, essentially, that is now uh, like half distracted, um, and is going to move uh, quickly and quietly uh, 120 feet away. Um, that is going to be your turn now, Mills. Okay, I'm going to use a bonus action to phase strike, and I will uh, run 60 feet. Okay. Using my 
uh, movement and my action to dash. Okay, and now it is Rama's turn. Akala is Akala already on the on the jetpack. No, I just um I went away to go make the sound, and now and I came back, and so now we're good Got to it. go. I think so. <clears throat> yeah, Akala, you want to hop on? Yeah, I mean I don't have the running abilities those two do, so might as well. Yeah, join the club. If I had Giga Chad's legs, I swear to God, it'd be unstoppable. Uh, monkey, I hope you're invisible. If not, hop on too. I want to hold monkey. I want to hold monkey in the air. <laughs> uh, yeah, monkey, monkey like grabs onto your back and like does goes into backpack mode and just like uh. clutches onto your. Obsessed. All right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the three of us are gonna blast off then. Uh, to infinity and further, or something. I'm gonna hit the hit the jetpack button and. I guess go up like what um, 15 feet diagonally forward I guess getting some air and also some distance um, and that would take me the six seconds so um, if uh, I think that's all I can do unless check my maneuvers here I mean yeah. I wouldn't shoot anything yet <laughs> well, right. I'm looking for like a just yeah, firing wildly. Yeah, no, please don't. <laughs> I can push them over. I can force push the zombies over if I need to. Okay. Yep. Now that's that's all I can do. I do have heads up in case somebody gets into trouble. Okay. Uh, so you pick up uh, Akala and hover some feet into the air, a few feet above uh, head height for the horde, and start flying your way over. Um, and you get about fifteen feet in. Um, now it is the horde's turn to go. Um, interestingly enough, night speed does not make you immune to opportunity attacks, so that's good to know. Um, but the horde is going to take uh, several attacks. Um, right. So normally the horde would get four attacks per turn. Uh, because of the distraction, it's only going to get two opportunities to hit, so it's going to take one attack against uh, Master Cornelius and one attack against... Uh, L. So against Kobe, rolls uh, 23. And against L, it rolls a 17. 17 just hits. 17 just hits. Yeah, so uh, you guys are still running through, like, a densely populated garden. And so, like, as you're running, like, some amount of possessed people are able to get in your way and make attacks against you um, just with like their hands essentially and trying to grapple you and hurt you um, so that is going to be negative 4 damage it's going to be 13 damage against Kobe for you it is going to be 8 damage for L. Um, yeah, so a couple of uh, human-possessed citizens are able to swipe at you and claw at you as you guys are running by um, with great speed. And then in the trees, uh, there is some movement. And though nobody is able to spot it, a single laser is shot from the canopies. Uh, Rama does a 15 hit. Uh, no, that just misses. 
Okay, so a laser bolt from a tree in the middle of the park glances <laughs> off of your Mandalorian armor. Thank God. Um, now it is uh, back to Kobe and Mills. Kobe is going uh, to not going to disengage and is instead going to uh, take his full action and uh, movement. Uh, so he's going to dash and take his full movement, which means that he will move another 120 feet um, and also get an attack of opportunity taken against him. So the horde rolled very well. Um, so he is going to get attacked once more while sprinting through. And he's going to take 10 more damage as well. What would you like to do, L? Yeah, I would like to go ahead and take my action and movement to move forward another 60 feet. Great, and you're still um, immune to opportunity attacks during this time, right? I still am. Oh, I guess I need to roll to see if I make paying concentration. Oh, yes, concentration. you do. Um, which would be, you, how much damage do you deal? Eight? So it's a DC 10. Uh, yeah. Um, so I just barely make it. Um, and I literally just made a 10. Uh, <laughs> and action, movement. Um, yeah, and then I'm going to use my bonus action to she inform so I can add half of my charisma modifier to my AC for a single attack. Um, whenever okay. this happens. So Very I move good. 60 feet, and yeah. So you move another 60 feet. So you've made it, is that 90 feet total, or did you move 60 on your first turn? I have 180 feet left. Okay. I'm just subtracting from it. Gotcha. Um, alrighty. Now it is uh, Han and Rama's turns combined. So Han, you have a turn. Although you cannot move, you are on the back of a flying Mandalorian, so you're a bit limited to what you're able to do right now. Yeah. Just guilt fellows things, and <laughs> with a monkey backpack, yeah. a monkey droid backpack. Um, so how, like, how is it looking for? Well, I guess I'm probably on range of of L and uh, of uh, Cornelius. Um, so maybe never mind. Um, I can try to do another sound trick to distract more of them, if you'll allow uh, it, while I'm flying. Um, sure, you could you could do sound trick again. Yeah, uh, yeah, you could you could do this again to try to distract someone else. Also, I since you are in the air and you did just observe that last round, I would like uh, you to make a perception check. Fuck yeah, let's do it. Ooh, that's a twenty-one. Uh, you clocked that there is somebody in the tree that was shooting at you uh, just now. That is like camouflaged in the tree somehow. It's difficult to see with all the smoke, um, which is obscured all of this incredibly um but there is somebody in that in a tree that you have clocked that is in like the middle of the park uh that's currently about i would say 100 feet away from you hmm. not 60 feet we couldn't do a 60 feet thing there it has to be 100 feet um yeah because it's like in the middle of the park <sighs> okay fine um <laughs> i can't really do anything about that then um yeah, I'll just do another uh, sound trick then um, to, to distract more zombs. I'll, um, I'll probably point somewhere in the middle, again, away from Cornelius and Elle. Um, just make it sound like someone yelling. Just like a, ah! 
like in the <laughs> middle of them or something like that. I don't know. Uh, great, yeah. So you're able to manipulate the force uh, to make a sound appear, um, a booming scream in the middle of the zombie horde. Um, and while there are still like several dozen people that are now following uh, Mills, uh, or sorry, L and Cornelius as as they start sprinting through the width of this park, um, a decent amount are drawn away by your voice. Um, at this point now, 90% of the horde is like in some way distracted. Um, nice. So with that in mind, um, like it's going to be a much easier time for uh, Cornelius and Mills to like move without getting attacked, which is great. You're welcome. Appreciate um, it. <laughs> hey, Akla, did you see where that shot came from? I'm not trying to get shot down over here. I saw it was in the middle of the trees, but I don't think I can reach whoever it was. Uh, all right, Rob, mm-hmm. uh, am I able to see it after learning it's in the middle of the trees, and can I shoot it? So we've established that you have thermal vision. Yeah. So as long as it's not a robot or like a cold-blooded alien, like a lizard. I'm going to need you to roll me perception with disadvantage. What? She told me where it was. I did tell him where it was. <laughs> How about just normal perception? Normal perception. Hey, there we go. Fuck, that doesn't matter. Uh, that's a two and a four this session. Uh, four plus... Well, actually, it's a minus because it's a wisdom check. Three! <laughs> Damn it. Uh, you just have to take her word for it because you have no idea where it came from. So if I shoot, it would be at disadvantage? You would be shooting at random. Uh, <laughs> okay, so. not worth it. Um, in that case, um, okay. So one proposal before I, I burn my, my power on going the next 15 feet. Um, would I be able to make a piloting check on this jetpack, either to take some evasive action, see if I can make myself harder to hit in the air, or go further than 15 feet on a like a decently high DC piloting check? I think no. I don't think I can allow that. I don't think there. I don't think you have anything to make yourself go faster that you could do right now in midair to increase the speed that you could get across this horde. Damn. Okay. Well, <laughs> in that case, I move uh, fifteen more feet over the uh, over the gap, and um, I hope I don't get sniped. <laughs> Great. Uh, right. So now it is the horde. So the horde is only going to get one attack um, on its turn, and it crit. Um, and it's going to um, hmm. Well, here here's an interesting thought. Uh, Mills, you're currently running with your Jedi Master, and the one attack that the horde gets just crit. Uh, who's taking the hit? I'll take it. Yeah, you're going to take the crit? Yeah, I'll take the crit. Okay. Okay. Um, so your master keeps running and looks back and sees um, three or four possessed uh, monsters fall upon you. And they are going to take some attacks. Um, or just the one. So they crit, and that's going to be... Okay. So they're... <laughs> I'm not even going to tell you how many dice I'm about to roll. Um, that's fine. So we'll leave it up to suspense. I'm guessing four. You're going to take 
22 kinetic damage. Um, some uh, zombies are carrying various blunt objects. Some of them are carrying umbrellas. Uh, you see that a lot of steel chairs. Um, yeah, some of them have have grabbed off sticks off the ground. And as you are sprinting by, um, you get whacked several times by some blunt objects that snap and crack against your limbs, um, dealing uh, what did I say twenty one damage. Twenty, I think I said twenty one damage. Yeah. Okay, so that's ten. Um, I keep my concentration. Great, amazing. So now it is going to be our unknown assailant's turn. Um, um, can I see the bullets at all or no? Uh, okay, well, so he just uh, rolled a nat one to hit um, on another <laughs> shot. Um, so you see that a as you're like getting hit, you're able to walk, uh, you're able to like stumble out of it. Um, and I'm going to say that you see about 60 feet away from you in a tree is a Trandoshan wearing camouflage uh, with a blaster rifle that is scanning the tree line of the park um, and taking shots at Rama and Akala who are hovering above the horde. Am I running toward, in this, like, which side of the park are they on? Um, so they are, like, to the left of where you're running and behind you. Um, so you've, like, passed the tree, but you were, like, far enough to the right where, like, you were kind of in cover from them. So gotcha. you and your master have passed them by a little bit. Um, you're, yeah, Co- Kobe is out of range by a decent bit. You're just within range, um, like, 60 feet away. Cool, cool, cool. Um, but they completely miss on their shot, so they are just going to remain in the tree. Um, it is going to be now, yeah, uh, Kobe, and then uh, your turn. Your master's going to turn around to you, um, heavy breathing, and say, Are you all right back there? Yeah, I got it. Okay. Yeah, I need to roll to make sure he succeeds in his concentration. Well, he, he didn't get hit that round, so I guess he's fine. Uh, yeah. You guys are going to keep moving, though. Um, you're still immune to opportunity attacks, right? Yep. Okay, so he is going to take his full 120 feet of movement again. Um, he's going to get missed by an opportunity attack from the horde. Um, still trying to catch him as he sprints. Um, and he will stop exactly. Um, yeah, that's at 240 feet through there. So he still has 60 feet left to go. Yeah, so that'll end his turn. Um, what are you going to do? Um, I'm going to do the same thing I've been doing. I'm going to double dash and um, also she inform with my bonus action. Uh, great. And so that'll move you how far? Um, another 60 feet. So I have uh, 120 feet left. Great. So in two more turns, you'll you'll be there across. Mm-hmm. Um, amazing. Brahma and Hannah, now it's your turn. Uh, my turn first, right? Yes, it's your turn first, Hannah. Um, am I within 60 feet of, uh, Mr. Transition yet? <laughs> what I say? I said you were 100 feet before, and then you guys yeah. moved 15 feet, so no, you no. are Fuck. still 85 feet away. Mm-hmm. That's annoying. You could always get off the jetpack and try to... I'm, I mean, yeah, no, I don't think I'm gonna do that. Because we're, like, right above all, the, all of them, right? Like... Yeah. There, After L there's... just got clocked for 22, I'm gonna... <laughs> <laughs> There's still like ten percent of the horde that is after both uh Al and Kobe and then also like lock like clocked onto you, like hovering like a few feet above their reach. So you have like a bunch of like mindless civilians with purple eyes like 
reaching up towards the sky, towards your feet, just kind of like, <laughs> uh, like kind of like humming and grumbling towards you. Um, and you hear like rumbles of thunder and lightning and other blaster fire and like lightsabers going off like around you in several mile radiuses. Um, I swear to God, you guys do this for a living. Holy shit. No wonder Maxie's so fucking grumpy. Yeah, more or less. Um, yeah, I'm going to distract that last 10%. Might as well. Okay, since this 10% is like actively pursuing you guys right now, I'm going, I will make an intelligence check for the mob, but it's okay. not very high. So okay. um, since you're able to, that's an at will power, right? Yeah, it's a cantrip, yeah. Okay, um, so the, the yeah, base intelligence is very low. So yeah, we'll just say it's like even Okay, they succeed. Um, they're able to, like, not pay attention to the other, uh, to the third soundtrack trick, and uh, are blocked onto the actual uh, prey that is in the area, uh, meaning you all. Okay. Um, well, that was my then, so. Great. Uh, back to Rama. All right. So I don't know if so. My my. Rama's relief that his thermal vision is just barely outpacing Brennan's anger that you had to make him a fucking Trandoshan, which means he'd be a lizard, which is cold-blooded. I am so pissed. I just want this thing to work once. I was like, that explains why I was pointed to it and I with thermal vision and I still had to normal roll. Anyway, Rama's like, oh, thank goodness. At least I'm not broken. Um, so now that I'm 85 feet away, um... And do am I able to detect where he is after that nat one? Um, yeah, I'm gonna say the second bolt coming towards you, you're able to kind of lock in, and like your thermal okay. vision does take away a lot of the purple smoke, so you are able to see like the outlines of the trees and stuff like that. Mm. And I'm gonna say that um, roll me another perception check. This one will be a little bit easier. Got it. Don't roll bad. If you roll, are bad, you kidding me? No. That's a two, which goes down to a one. I swear to God. That's fucked, buddy. No, you don't see him. You have no idea. You, you're too distracted trying to fly with a Togruton woman on your on your chest and a monkey on her back. To, <laughs> so this to... thing is shooting at me, and I still can't see where it is. It's called the fog of war. You can't see a dick when you're trying to fly for your life. Um, um, okay. Well, I'll go another 15 feet. Wonderful. And, um... Uh... Hell, how you doing down there? Fine. And out of so, character, how's your how how what's HP you got at the moment? Uh, seventeen. Ooh, would you like some temporary hit points? Yeah, if you want. All right, you sick. can save them for later if you want. I'll be fine. You sure? You, okay. Do you think Cornelius would like some temporary hit points? I, can you reach Cornelius with whatever power you have? Um, let's see. Bonus action, we do so. Choose a friend. So, who can see or hear me? Is he close enough to see or hear me? Or am I close enough? Um, how many turns of movement have you taken? Two? Three? Three. Three. So you guys have moved... 45. Uh, 45 feet. feet. So he's still... It's a three turns of movement. So, uh, yeah, so he's, like, clear on the other side of the field. So, no, I don't he think... He can't see or hear me? I mean, how how much range does his power have? It's just see or hear me. It's up to you on how loud my voice sure carries or sure how much I can wave in my jetpack. Uh, he, can, it's, it's... he can he can see you flying. Yeah, I'm gonna so, say. So, <laughs> I can then I can use I can use rally 
like make a hand gesture or something. It's to see or hear to one of my companions, and then I choose a friendly creature who can see or hear me. And that creature gains temporary hit points equals superiority die plus my ability modifier. Okay. Unfortunately, this is a mental modifier, so it's uh, charisma. So it's plus three instead of plus five. Um, but let's just do that. Six plus three. All right, he gains nine temporary hit points. Okay. Banking on the small chance somebody crits against him, NPCs usually don't last when they think it's zero. So I, I would be so sad if, if if the the Jedi that Rama looks up to is just fucking laid out. So I'm gonna give him like some I guess some hand motions uh, to to indicate um, where some of the zombies are going after him or something. Just give him a uh, sort of uh, an indication about. I don't know, like point to a horde of zombies and let him know to avoid that. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah, so you're able to give him some temporary hit points just through nature of being able to uh, direct him towards better paths from the air. Um, I imagine you kind of exchange some, like, hand signals with your <laughs> blaster pistols um, to somehow signify... I, I've got go. the... I never switched up the hand cannon. I just have the hand cannon right now. Oh, that's it's, fine. Yeah. Uh, just holding a... Yeah. Um, I love that, though. That's great. So <laughs> that was your turn, Rama, which means that the horde is getting another turn. So there's still the the 10% there, which means that they're only going to get one attack. At this time, um, they're going to uh, be able to target Kobe instead of you, Mills. Um, it's going. They're going to take their attack. This is like the last cluster of zombies before the edge of the park gates that are going to lead to the other side of this thing. So this is like the last group of zombies that are kind of waiting at the other side. Um, he is going to be hit with another crit. Um, okay, the mob is the one enemy in this campaign that is able to crit um, against the party. They're out for blood. It's a good thing you gave him those temporary hit points. It's so a good thing I didn't give him the first crit. Eight, nine, <laughs> 16, 19. So he is going to take 19 kinetic damage. So he... Uh, not wanting to hurt the civilians um, of the Power and Lights District, decides to just lower a shoulder into a mob of about 10 uh, possessed citizens at the foot of the gate at the other side of this park. And he's going to use his full uh, you know, body weight to just impact them and drive through them. Um, but he is going to take, um, how much did I just say? 19. 19 damage, thank you. My short-term memory. <laughs> is a thing of the past. Um, so he's going to take more, 19 more damage, and then it is going to be the drone's turn again. Or not the drone. Trend Quick question. When he charges into the, the zombies, can Rama take a free action to pick his jaw up off the floor? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Thanks. Um, although I think the helmet would catch it. Oh, that's fair. <laughs> Use your Oculus. Use a clunk. <laughs> like, oh my god, that guy's so fucking cool. Okay. Um, the Trandoshan in the tree is going to take another uh, ranged attack um, against you, Rama, um, and is going to hit. I imagine with a nineteen. Yeah, um, I got a 17 uh, AC, so... Wait, uh, hold on, hold on. Uh, 
I have a shield that grants plus two to AC to allies within five feet. I guess that matches though, so that Damn it! wouldn't matter. Sorry. Also, I think unclear was as to whether you're actually using the shield right now, because you need both of your arms to hold on. So I, I was think thinking the we were like was... arm like holding arm in arm, just one arm. No. Like that? Hold or it. Was... I don't know. I get I mean Use the force. You just... I don't know. Have one arm around and the other arm have the shield on it, like yeah. kind of. Just Oh, that's cool. I don't think that's like easy to maneuver flying wise, especially if you're on his back on the jetpack. It's not hard very, to going very fast. The logistics there. Unless you're <laughs> hugging on from the front side, because yeah, otherwise you'd I be guess... hugging from the back. You can you can shield behind him. I guess I was thinking like yeah, you were like hugging his front and then he had his like arms underneath your armpits and then like the the back free. <laughs> See, this is why he couldn't do this with more than one person. Because it's yeah. Because I feel like if you're on the back, you would just literally be right beneath the jetpack. Right. You know? Yeah. Be cooked. Burned. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, but uh, in any case, it, it would hit regardless. So that's gonna be. Uh, what does a D8 look like? There it is. Um, Two that will be a nine damage, sir. Ouch. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're still we're still up. We're still we're still fine. Everything's fine. Everything's great. It's just a normal normal zombie. <laughs> Everything's perfect. normal. Everything's fine. Everything's great. What's uh what's Maxi at, by the way? Not Maxi. Uh, Shit. I got him on the brain again. Uh Cornelius. Um he looks visibly pretty bloody, like from getting hit with a lot of blunt objects and just like sharp nails from these possessed creatures as he's run through them. Like he doesn't uh, look amazing, but he looks like he's healthy enough to keep going. Okay. Um, okay. So at the top of the order, uh, Kobe Cornelius is able to use the rest of his movement to get to the end of the zombie horde across the field. And he's going to post up with his lightsaber and wait for the rest of you to get back. Uh, he's going to be able to take, uh, his bonus act or his, uh, action to disengage and the rest of his movement to get across the field since he only had 60 feet of movement left and then it's going to be L's turn so L uh, you are basically 120 feet away still from the yeah edge so of the I park. take my I'm gonna just do the same thing action movement dash or 60 feet and then bonus action to she inform great and you're still uh, invulnerable to opportunity attacks so the mob is not able to harm you mm-hmm. um we're going to go back to Rama and Hannah, then. Okay. I'm now within 60 feet of this person. Yes, you should be. Okay, I'm going to push him out of the tree. <laughs> going to force push him out of the tree. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. <laughs> um, so he needs to make a saving throw, correct? Um, do, 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 strength saving throw. Okay. It looks like he saves with an 18. Yeah, goddammit. Fuck. Uh. Uh, so he does not get pushed. So you're trying to force push him, right? Yeah. So you see, like, the, your force push, like, brush the leaves of the tree um, and, like, shake him a little bit, but he's able to steady himself um, in the branches and remain uh, remain, uh, remain there. Um, so he is going to be able to... And then, uh, Rama, is there anything else that you would like to do? Uh, yes, yeah, so I'd like to move to 15 feet. Now, now that I've taken damage from him, and he's only 60 feet away from him, do I even, do I need to do a perception no. check to see because, him? Okay. Because you have taken damage from him and you have moved uh, within range of him, uh, you know where he is now. You saw with the force push that 
he he's been identified. Uh, you can you can take whatever steps we'd like to combat him if you'd like. Gotcha. So after getting a two, four, and a two, coincidentally, I did find uh, my old D and D dice uh, like an hour, a couple hours ago <laughs> that I packed away when they moved houses in January. So we're gonna sub the real ones because Google just destroyed me. So. Um, I have my uh, I have my hand cannon out and I got my extra attack, so I want to fire twice. This right right at the guy. All right. Okay. Um, there's a twenty six and a twenty. Uh, both of those hit. Excellent. Um, and I'm gonna use uh, this arming blow um, to add add some extra damage and also um, see if uh, he can if I can make him drop the weapon he's using. Okay. Um, so the, the DC on that, it's a save, and it's physical, so that is a, let's see here, five, that is a 16 save DC. Uh, okay, so he needs to roll. I'm That's, do... Is that strength as well? Uh, yes. Can in detail. Uh, he does not pass, so he drops his rifle. Um, Got it. Uh and as he drops his rifle, you see him like try to dive for it and try to like regain it as he's in the tree. So he's gonna roll another dexterity saving throw, and he's gonna fail that uh, <laughs> with a five. Um, so he is going to uh, tumble out of the tree into uh, directly like the mob of zombies, and you see all of them like turn and start coalescing towards him, um, and they're gonna move towards him. Got um, it. The Walking Dead style. Um, so for, for the, do I, I guess I wouldn't know, but do I, I, I I'm going to roll damage, um, real quick. So yeah. the, um, really quick. So, uh, I got a seven on, on the first one out of 10, um, before I add the extra damage. Um, I also, as a weapon expert, um, once per turn, uh, when I would roll damage, I can choose to have advantage on the damage die. Okay. So I, the, the second one I did got an eight. So, and then it's just the, the damage bonus both times, which is five. So, 10 plus eight, 18 damage from okay. the hand cannon. Alrighty. Oh, wait, I forgot to roll the disarming. Six, there we go. <laughs> 24 damage. 24 damage, okay. Uh, so that hits him for a lot. So the two, yeah, the combination of like getting shot twice, um, squarely and then dropping his gun and falling and falling out of the tree he uh is struggling and taking a while to get up um and the zombie horde is going to be coalescing around him in shuffling feet um and that gives uh mills a good opportunity to complete uh l's run um across the field so go ahead and get to your turn yeah i'll just do what i've done every time dash movement bonus action she inform Perfect. And will that get you all the way there now? Yep. Excellent. So you are able to join uh, your master um, at the other end of the field without any incident, uh, without any opportunity attacks. Um, And that leaves just um, Henna and Rama to get over the rest of the horde. Um, Oh, uh, how far away am I from that shooter now? Um... I mean, he's being taken care of by zombies right now. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you're you're about a hundred and. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just have a free D8 of damage from this that I haven't used because I've been running. So. <laughs> oh yeah, no, you're like 180 yeah. feet away from him now. Okay, cool. 
Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode 33. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. Um, Kind of crazy, insane, insane. Um, It'll be the last like regular like story episode. We're going to have a season four wrap episode as we always do. And then we're going to have a podcast, post-mortem, wrap up, whatever, whatever, whatever. So as you're hearing this, if you're in our Discord channel, uh, our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time, possibly. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do. Um, which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever thing ever, probably. So, um, yeah, I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale, and then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap-up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while, simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, so they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, we're going to try to squeeze them in quick, but if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But They'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. Um, They'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah, that's that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because, I don't know, it's it's almost over. Um, Yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the the theme song, as always. and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. So great. So uh, this is what we're going to have happen real quick. Um, because he has lost his weapon and is like on the ground fighting zombies, you guys are basically going to be able to get through the rest of your movement to get across the horde without incident. Um, if he is able to like, if the horde is basically able to kill him in 
its remaining turn. Um, he doesn't have a ton of HP remaining. He has like 46, and the Horde gets four attacks when it's all coalesced into one place. Wait, you said um, 46 HP left? He has 46 HP left. For, and the 40, Horde... Like the number 40. 46. Four, My six. God. 4T6. Yeah. Not 4D6. <laughs> um, After we hit him for 24? <laughs> Golly. Yeah. Trandoshan Hunter. He was stationed a, at... Stationed there to hit people that are trying to get deeper into the Power and Lights District. That's a tanky sniper. So, the Horde normally gets four attacks. Um, because you were able to distract them very cleverly with the sound tricks, they've been doing reduced attacks to all of you. However, with this, like, you know, a live Trandoshan falling in the middle of the park and a loud clang to the ground, uh, it's going to start coalescing and it's going to take four attacks on them. So, if he dies basically the combat is over the horde is distracted your only other threat is neutralized and you guys are going to be able to move on so with that in mind i'm going to roll 40 20. let's see that's an 18 a 25 Get one uh, okay so all four of them hit uh all four of them hit for say 31 <laughs> so the horde because it is like a like a densely packed like group of people is able to hit anything that is like within it basically in its zone um so that's it gets a like a a huge bonus to hit um like a plus yeah plus 10 to hit so it's able to get really really good damage in um okay this is gonna take me a second you have to roll 12 d6 okay the mob rolled high and was able to get 47 damage in one turn pick. Um, so the mob coalesces onto the tradition hunter in the middle of the park and savagely tears him apart, um, beating him with improvised objects, tearing at him with their claws, and ripping him limb from limb as 40 or 50 or so uh, civilians jump on him. Uh, Rama and Aqua, you are able to fly uh, slowly over the horde as this happens. They're able to witness kind of the brutality of the act, um, but are able to get to the other side of the park with El and Cornelius. We solved your zombie puzzle. Yay. <laughs> okay, so as we're on the other side of the park, before you start narrating other shit and things happen, yes. Um, this med pack says that like we roll a die equal to the size of their hit die and we gain points equal to the amount rolled plus their con mod. Are we doing that or did we have other rules? I for think how we this were works? just gonna do a forty four plus four, right? Yep, forty four plus four. Cool. Forty four plus four? Four <laughs> Also, yeah, I'm gonna cast heal on myself. Great. Okay. No more healing for L. I'll just die. <laughs> um, so you're able to use both of your healing, uh, yeah, you're I both your healing items. Jab them both in both of my arms at the same time. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, and Akla will uh, heal her. Wait, you, you are you going to heal yourself as well? Yeah, I got uh, 13 points of HP back from last session that I lost. Great. Um, I'd like to use one of my med packs. Awesome. So you, uh, yeah, you go ahead and roll to see how much you heal. Um, 
you all heal up some of your wounds from the previous battle um, and continue on into the smoke. Um, Master Cornelius looks fairly beaten up um, at this point, but still looks game to go on. Um, he still has his mask on, so it's unclear like kind of how he's feeling, but he's breathing hard. Um, you good? Um, yeah, I'm fine. Um, we just should oh, avoid. Oh shit! Did you want one of these? No, the no, <clears throat> no. Oh, we're, we're good to go. Um, we should just avoid crowds like that going forward. Um, yeah, probably. Uh, at this point, um, Kobe's going to pause while everyone's is healing, and he's going to contact Jedi headquarters um, and give a short status update. Um, you hear kind of a one-sided conversation with him and somebody else on the on the radio, and he says, "Yeah, we've we've made it close to the Arbiplex. We'll be coming upon Gate C shortly." Yeah, yeah, we've we've heard. Uh, there's been a lot of fighting in the smoke. I don't know. Yeah, Hive and uh, what looks like gang members as well as possessed citizens. And some zoo escapees. Yeah, understood. Over and out. Um, he has that conversation, um, presumably with somebody from Jedi headquarters. You guys are now on the other side of this park, um, and there is a lot of like domestic housing here. So we're looking at um, like apartment buildings, um, some corner shops, but like very kind of small townish um, structure in terms of building height. Uh, things are still only three or four stories. Uh, the street is like normal asphalt, and you are coming up to a point that is leading to the entryway towards the Argoplex. Um, which, if you remember, is a large circular part of the district around the arc projector um, that is like all walking path, like no vehicle access. Um, so it'll be like a few short blocks before you get to that point. Um, is there anything you guys want to do before you progress through the smoke? Just do a little stretch. <laughs> Great. Um, get rid of that so, lactic acid buildup. Let's go. <laughs> um, as you guys uh, move forward, uh, you get to a, uh, a street corner that has like several speeders kind of like crashed and piled up and you notice a lot more like dead civilian bodies on the street and leading down the street you see sticking out of the smoke a large pointed archway that leads into the Argoplex. Um, from where you are right now you're about uh, like 90 feet away from that archway and I'd like you guys to make a quick perception check. I would love to do a perception check, Rob. Eight. Oh my goodness. That's a 17. 21. Akala and Rama, you guys hear um, in the distance through the smoke, um, you hear like the turning of a, like a pivot joint, like a metal pivot joint that is carrying a heavy load. And you see a blinking red laser, uh, actually a pair of red lasers shine through the smoke as automated turrets in front of the Argoplex arch um, scan through the smoke. And you guys have just enough time to get behind cover before they see you. Kobe Cornelius is going to duck behind a like crashed speeder for a second and gesture for all of you to take cover. I'll take yeah, cover. Yeah. Great. So yeah, it's like what you're looking at are are basically two turrets in front of this archway. They're both ninety feet away. Um, you guys, 
what do you want to do? So I got uh, I got a brief question. So yes. I have the uh, the maneuver one with the shadows. So when I am in an area of dim light or darkness, I can use an action and expend a superiority die to become invisible until uh, I move or take a hostile action. So if that were to happen, would I become uninvisible at the end of the move? Or I think um, you'd become visible once you move. Okay, so darn, that's not going to work then. But if you try to move in stealth, you could potentially avoid being spotted by these turrets. I want to move in stealth. Okay. At least I would like to move um, 60 feet. I want to get within 30 feet of this. Okay, so roll me a stealth check. Five. <laughs> it's five? Yeah. Um, you, like, crouch down and, like, try to, like, move through the smoke. Your master, like, looks horrified for a second um, and, like, gestures to you to, like, remain behind cover and uh, both auto turrets, or one of the auto turrets, like, swivels and you're <laughs> and lock onto you. And it's going to uh, make two series of attacks on you. Um, the first one hits with a 22, and the second one misses with a 10. So you okay, get I'm gonna hit. Save reflect. Okay, so you get hit by one blaster attack that does uh, eight damage at base. Um, I reduce that entirely. Amazing. I can is what kind of damage is it? Um, is energy damage? Yeah. Okay. Um, is am I within sixty feet? Did I get thirty feet out before it started training on me? Well, you failed your stealth check, right? Yeah. So I'm going to say that like basically these two things are happening simultaneously. Like since you failed your stealth I, check, like you got some distance towards the turret, it noticed you. But I'm going to still say you got your full movement if that's what you wanted okay. to do. That is what I wanted to do. I got my okay. full movement. And does a oh, disadvantage. Oops. Um, does a 16 hit? Uh, yeah. Okay, so then the turret takes that damage that you just dealt to me. <laughs> okay, awesome. it takes eight damage. Okay. <laughs> yeah, as, as the turret fires, so as I move and I am not being anywhere near as stealthy as I thought I was and the turret fires, I just swing my lightsaber in a like sh kind of like a circle so it almost looks like a shield except it's like fucking huge and uh it's tilted just so to fire the energy right back at the turret. um okay so from from here we're just gonna go down the initiative order to uh han i'll say that it's, it's now your turn you haven't been noticed yet but well, I'm going to do the same thing that Elle did. I'm going to do a stealth check, and then if it hits me, I'm going to save and reflect back in it. <laughs> okay, do a stealth check. That is... 13? Okay, that passes. Hell yeah. Um, and I can... Hmm, what can I do here? I guess I could take... I guess I could dash to get within 60 feet. Um, but then that would be my yeah i'll dash to get 60 feet okay so you are now within 30 feet of them um you're in stealth like in the smoke i mean to say that you hide behind like another crashed speeder like in the middle of this road approaching this like uh you know ar sharp archway where these two auto turrets are set up like at the mouth of um 
and you will remain undetected. So then it goes to Rama. What would you like All to right. do? So I am uh, 90 feet away. So my um, my hand cannon still still reaches that far. Yes. Uh, it should. Can I? So I can't really. There's no point in me stealth checking because I don't have a lightsaber. So <laughs> if I fail it, I'm toast. So <laughs> I'm just gonna duck behind soldier style and start shooting with the hand cannon at the one that uh, L already damaged. Okay, uh, take your shot. So the first one was a 16. Okay, that hits. Um, the second one is a 10. Uh, that does not hit. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to roll the damage. There's a 14 kinetic damage from, uh, from the hand cannon. Uh, okay, so this uh, turret is like firing at L, who's deflecting these laser blasts. Um, <laughs> you pop out from behind cover and hit it um, with your hand cannon, and you see the like turret like explode into a burst of fire and become uh, inoperable, destroyed, um, 90 feet away from you, which leaves just one um, hidden turret. Um, at the top of this like slight hill and street uh, before the Argoplex to deal with. I don't need to teach you to shoot at my friends, you metallic son of a bitch. Uh, saying that out loud has now trained the other turret to your <laughs> oh, position. Fuck. Um, and it is going to uh, take two shots at you. Um, let's see. First one, 13, is not going to hit. Ooh, the second one, 10, is not going to hit. So it misses you both times. Um, Can I flip it off as a free action? Uh, yeah, sure. You <laughs> could flip it off as a free action. Um, that'll leave us uh, towards Kobe, who's going to essentially do the same thing that El and Akala have done um, to get close. Um, he's going to pass as well, um, and he's going to be posted up further along uh, the path um, in stealth behind another speeder next to uh, Akala. That'll now be uh, Mills. That'll be your turn again. Um, yeah, okay. I'm gonna she inform as a bonus action and I'm going to move 30 feet and make a saber throw. Great. It's not one. <laughs> um, you activate your double saber and throw it at this uh, automated turret and like you can just completely miss and like hit your saber against a wall and it just falls to the ground oh, so, oh yeah cool. so you now just don't have your saber you're going to have to wait until next turn to recall it back to you yeah that's fine um, I, I actually wanted that to happen as part of my plan <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's gonna bring us towards Akala. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna face throw two times. Well, I'm gonna use my bonus action for force imbuement to raise my hit modifier. That is a, an 18 for the first hit, and Great. um, a 12 for the second hit. Uh, an 18 hits, a 12 does not. Gotcha. All right, let's. Do some damage then. Oh, I got snake eyes. That's fucking dumb. Six damage. Um, yeah, so you hit this thing for six damage and you like cut off part of the front part of the barrel, but it's still able to fire and shoot just fine. Um, it's gonna be Rama's turn after that. 
All right, I'm going to duck back behind cover after getting shot at and then uh, fire off two more from the hand cannon. Great. Maybe Take both will hit this time. Uh, no, they won't. Um, first one is a 14, and the other one's a nat one. <laughs> 14 meets it, so you're good there. All right. Um, uh, <laughs> is there like a gun malfunction or something for the for that one you're gonna let me off on that one we'll talk about it in a second okay, okay. um sweet man that's that is uh 10 kinetic damage uh okay so you shoot for 10 damage um it, while it's still standing it is now visibly smoking and seems to have a hard time targeting um but it is still operational it is gonna take its turn uh to target the Jedi that just like totally whiffed the uh, saber throw attack. That's um, fair. It's going to make two attacks against uh, UL. The first one is going to hit with a 20, I would imagine. Yeah. And the next one's going to hit with a 21. Um, so that's going to be two hits, which is going to be 12 damage, 12 energy damage to you. Cool. Wow, if only I had something I could use to, like, reflect that damage. <laughs> and that one is pretty rough on a saber throw. Oh, yeah. No, I, I think that was a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> um, you fully get hit twice um, by these laser shots. As you, I imagine you try to, like, dive back into cover. Oh. Mm, wait. Never mind. Carry on. Okay, so you just get hit with a full 12 damage. Um... And uh, after that, it's going to be, uh, I think think Kobe's fully had enough of, of this thing getting shots off at you. So he is going to um, pull up to it very quickly with his movement, um, turn on his double lightsaber, and he's going to multi-attack. Um, and he's going to, no, so he's going to miss and then hit. And then hit. Okay, so he's going to hit twice for a whopping... Uh, wow. It pays to be a Jedi Master, folks. Um, Someday. Maybe. Can't relate. <laughs> I, I should say Jedi Master quality. He's not a master anymore, unfortunately. Um, how do I only have one D8? This, is, this feels My bad. Like I know. He hits for... Wow. He hits for 21 damage and destroys the turret completely. Damn, um, I have a hit on it. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, so he pulls up out of cover and, like, very quickly with three, like, flashes of his lightsaber is able to dismantle the rest of the turret, um, which ends the current threat... Uh, in front of you guys right now. So you are on this street, and in front of you is this large pointed archway that leads into the large circular Argoplex district. Um, you can't see much into the Argoplex. You know that their central arc projector is in the middle, and you can see it admitting lightning from where you are. The archway itself uh, is a stone, like gray stone archway that has like light blue um, accents uh, carved into it that seem to swirl all the way around the archway. Um, and ahead of you um, is just more purple smoke um, into the Argoplex. So, um, well, yeah, I was just gonna say um, I'm gonna hold out my hand and call my lightsaber back. 
um, and it comes into your hand. Um, can I uh, can I reload? <laughs> yes, you can reload. Thanks. Uh, Aka, she blushes when you call her that. Um, yeah. Could you uh, could you get me some healing? Um, yes, I'm gonna use give life. You get six hits, hit points back. Appreciate it. I was making hard eyes at you. Is it like a touch spell? Do you have to like touch my face? How would you deal? Um, placing your hand on another creature. You can transfer <laughs> your own life force to them. So yeah, she probably puts like one hand on your arm and one on your shoulder, just, uh, or wherever else you were hit and transfer some of her own life over to Elle. Yeah, just looking at you. So Akala smacks Elle on the ass. Um, and <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> just kidding. Not. Just kidding. <laughs> um, can I uh, see if I can detect anything with my thermal vision into the smoke ahead? Sure. Roll me a perception check. Fifteen. Um, yeah. So you flip on your thermal, poof, and you look into the Argoplex, and the Argoplex is pretty big. Like it's like several miles. Well, it's about a mile in radius um, from like the center arc projector so it's like a bit of a walk like into the center of it um, but like with a quick scan like you see that there's like it's pretty quiet in here like there's a lot of lightning going on overhead but through the smoke you don't see like any obvious signs of hostile activity um, you do see like some bodies on the ground but you don't see any like large looming threat in this part of the district um, so I'm going to turn around to uh to mention that to the rest of the party you know there's the sweet moment they're having and then be like uh <clears throat> just like wait till it's over <laughs> and then be like <clears throat> uh hey guys uh <clears throat> i just looked ahead um one of three things is up there nothing a giant lizard or a giant robot probably nothing the heat How? detection didn't read anything at all oh okay Right, so it could be a, it could be a giant robot or giant lizard because it's it's thermal. Okay, I, that right, didn't yeah. I didn't originally understand, but okay, Me now neither. it's um, so, Sorry, Cornelius. I uh, usually I I don't know. That was Tom. You're right. <laughs> um, he's gonna so you're, uh, doing anything later. Um, he's fully not listening to you. He's going to activate <laughs> his comms and uh, say to Maxi, and this time it's on a public channel, so the whole team can hear. He says. Um, this is Team 10. We've found the Argoplex. Uh, we've made our way here. Looks like the coast is clear, but we would like support from the other teams uh, before we make our entrance. You hear back from Maxi. Understood. The rest of the teams have suffered some uh, mild casualties on the way to the uh, rendezvous point. We will send as many teams as possible to help escort you to the center. After a few moments, um, several like teams of Jedi uh, start like entering the Argoplex from different ends of the district, like around this circle. Um, and Rama, with your thermal vision, you're able to like scan several figures, like holding lightsabers around the outside of the district. So it looks like you guys have a lot of support as you enter the center of the Power and Lights district. Um, I'm gonna switch out the hand can for uh, for some for my dual blasters. Great. Go back to a Kimbo. Great. Um, so, would you guys like to like 
actually enter the Argoplex and start like looking for an entrance to the underground. Sure. I'm yeah, ready. Let's do it. Great. Um, as you start making your way through the mist, like into this like large open area, um, more and more like Republic soldiers and Jedi become visible through the smoke, moving in well-organized patterns. Um, you notice that like some look pretty like heavily wounded, um, and various teams start like setting up outposts in the Argoplex. Um, they start setting up like certain medical centers to treat some wounded that they have. Some supply depots start start forming up as well, um, and after a few minutes of walking, your team has its own like three man Jedi escort that is on the left, right, and behind of you as you make your way into the Argoplex. Um, the main things to see here um, as you are walking through this space: so through the smoke, um, you can see that the central tower is still intact, um, but there is a large like tunnel sized hole that has been blown through part of the cobblestone um, terrace around it that seems to lead to a dark hole underground um, as well you can see that the police department building that is is typically you know a kind of a beacon in this part of town has been completely destroyed by some sort of explosive charge um, the mayor's building is still intact. Um, you can see the Iraqi uh, corporate building is still intact, although the neon sign on it has been dimmed in some places. Um, so you, just the A, K, and D are still lit up. Um, but otherwise, you don't see much activity. In fact, it's quite calm and like quiet um, and a little bit surreal as you move through the smoke. Um, now, Rama, you when you were talking to Maxi, um, what was that? Two episodes ago, uh, he told you that the mayor did have plans to the underground hidden in his office somewhere. Would yes. you like to go investigate that? Uh, I would like to. Um, would uh, I probably mention to the party? Um, say, uh, hey, I was uh, <clears throat> hanging out with Maxi not too long ago. I, I don't know where you guys were. Um, but it was it was back at the bar. You guys uh, both left, whatever you guys were doing. And uh, he mentioned there's some plans to the to the underground up in the mayor's office. Might be nice to have some blueprints, maybe a map. Probably get lost down there. You guys want to come with me? Yeah, I don't think splitting up's a good idea. Yeah. All right. Thank goodness, because I was not going to do that alone. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> all right. Let's uh, let's get in there. So I'm gonna lead the party over toward the uh, the mayor's town hall office. How many floors up is the mayor's office from the floor? Um, yeah, so it's like a city hall building. So like normally there'd be like a lot of security and fanfare, but you guys are able to walk in through the front doors of the marble steps and go through uh, security. The security sensors still beep as you guys move through, um, but there's nobody <laughs> there to actually check you. Um, I, I can only I can only imagine the like the like the baggage check type thing. It's like losing its mind checking us for weapons and it's like lightsabers and and your and entire armor. With the metal <laughs> things like <laughs> oh um, boy, yeah. The the alarm is going off in the building like just kind of continually since the smoke outbreak occurred. And there are several bodies of civilians that used to work here. You see, like, a several secretary-looking people, like, dead on the floor. 
um, that it seemed to have been like trampled to death or or beaten to death. Um, a few droids have been destroyed, um, and you see the discarded metal parts around. Um, you guys are able to take the elevator still up to the like fifth floor where the mayor's office typically is, and uh, roll some investigation checks to see what you find. Not, not a perception check. Couldn't uh, do. Can... Oh, nat twenty. Um, so on a nat 20, you start investigating the mayor's office. Um, you like push open the wooden door that has the like name placard on it. It says Mayor Colville. Um, and you walk into his office uh, and you see like pictures of a uh, like human man that seems to be balding in his mid 50s. Um, light skin, uh, wears like large, not well fitting suits. Um, and you like start like looking at some of these pictures and you accidentally knock one off the wall and behind it is a safe. All right, guys, I, uh, <clears throat> my marvelous powers of deduction, I think it's right here. I'm gonna tap the, the safe, like a ding ding. Um, does anybody know how to open it? I stabbed the lock mechanism with my lightsaber. Damn it, I was gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> just like, <laughs> Man, um, yeah, I'm just gonna... I gotta get me one of those. Go ahead and just like make a dexterity <laughs> check to not destroy the contents inside the safe. Fourteen. All right, fourteen's good enough to do it. Uh, so cool. yeah, you're, you're able to slice off the door to the safe <laughs> essentially, um, and inside uh, is a like uh, holographic data chip and uh, some money as well, and a blaster pistol that the mayor was keeping in there. I'm gonna say that you guys were able to take about two hundred credits. Um, and this uh, holofract um, like data device. Um, Does Maxi want in on the credit split, or can we just split it three ways? Oh, I'm sorry, not Maxi. I meant Kobe. Goddamn. I don't. I don't need the money. I'm fine. I don't need any either. Right. Thank you. Hey, two ways. I'm just split for me and Rama. <laughs> <laughs> so you each, each take a hundred credits um, in the holofract. So uh, when you activate the holofract. Rama, basically it shows you a very complex set of blueprints for the tunnels underneath the power and lights district. More specifically, it focuses in on the central chamber um, deep underground that holds the Corpus Corsanti and some of the technology uh, that controls that. Um, it also shows the deep subterranean tunnels that go to the, the crust or like beneath the crust of Coruscant to the hydrothermic vents underneath the um, thick layer of volcanic rock and how this is going to help you going forward is once you are underground this will help you on checks to navigate around the tunnels um, so I can't I literally cannot in words without spending 40 minutes describe an underground <laughs> tunnel map that is akin to the Paris catacombs that's just not doable so Instead, we're going to save the audience that torture. Um, and this will just benefit you in a mechanical way that you'll see later on. Um, great. Can I, uh, can I grab the blaster pistol? Sure. It is what like, it of... is a, um, oh, it's just like a normal, like, shitty snub nose <sighs> laser pistol that, like, a desperate politician would keep in a safe and think that they were badass for having in case, like, somebody. Like, or broke in and gave scheme. them time to like get to their safe, open <laughs> yeah. it up, load so, the pistol. Did he leave it loaded, or is it? Yeah, is uh, it loaded? I'm gonna say it's loaded. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> um, no, no safety. So yeah, no, and the safety's not on either. No, it's, <laughs> he, le he left it as irresponsible. <laughs> he left a loaded gun with yeah. no safety. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I'm just gonna 
So I'm guessing that's going to be a, a 1d4 damage plus energy as opposed to my blastered pistols, considering it's like a... Like a yeah, it's, those hands it's definitely like a 1d4 type of scenario. All right. Is that energy or kinetic? Probably energy. Energy. All right. Um, there's nothing I can do with it, but I don't know. Hey, uh, L, do you want a gun? I guess. Okay, sick. Let me... <laughs> <laughs> like put the safety on real quick take it out one of them out of the chamber one of the power cells and then hand it over uh i don't know if that ever comes in handy considering you have the death sword thing but you know just in case you lose the lightsaber or something yeah cool and uh i'll, I'll take the credits <laughs> like 100 credits and give you a gun all right sick nothing like stealing from a public servant feels good and mayor's kind of a dick yeah, looked like one. All right, guys, want to go uh, underground? Yeah, let's go. Great. Um, so as you guys exit uh, the building, um, you hear like very loud rumbles of thunder and lightning over the cloud cover behind you, and you hear from the clouds a very high pitched, um, feminine cackle. <laughs> um, and through your earpiece, uh, Maxie says. Um, All teams be advised, we have heavy enemy movement from the outside of the Augaplex heading inside to the district. And it also appears that something is coming from underneath the ground. Um, and in front of you, like all throughout the Argoplex, dozens of the orbital drop pods that you had seen earlier come up from the ground shooting at high speeds with drill uh, modified tops digging up from underneath uh, the tunnels and out from these pods um, comes two from each pod um, hive and red maw soldiers that immediately start attacking the jedi and the other imperial soldiers that have stationed themselves around the center of the argoplex as well from all of the entrances that you guys have come from there are hordes and hordes of possessed civilians converging onto your location. Kobe looks around, takes in the situation and says, you three should run. Now, into the tunnels. What about you? We are going to have our hands full up here. You guys need to go. You have the map. Go. Go. You gonna be okay? Yes, go. I'll close it after you. Go. Hey, we got civilians to take care of, bud. Come on. I'm gonna cock my pistols. Uh, Kobe gets a little shoulder punch on my way out and then uh, head, out, head out through the tunnels. Um, great. So as you guys are leaving, you can hear the sounds of like Republic soldiers and Jedi like yelling out orders to each other um, and the sounds of like lasers cutting into flesh um, and the sounds of the district becoming completely overwhelmed with an enemy presence as the whole invasion team is ambushed in the Argoplex. You guys head into this dark tunnel. Um, it is very hard to see coming from the outside light into this tunnel. And as you make it in through the mouth, um, Kobe reaches out a hand and pulls down the tunnel entrance after you. So you may not be followed. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. 
Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.